PW Hustle Networks present PWR at the Movies. Join the professor, Tommy Wonder, and JB as they discuss the greatest pro wrestling moments in movie history. want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh my God. Nicholas shot him. You shot Santa? Yeah. Get away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season. Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. Nights. Ho, 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 Magnificent Seven. Ho, 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 Elite Eight. Ho, ho. Why are you hiding? What are you? You're not a Grinch. Don't hide from the Reflection Nights. But Don't you hide from the YouTubers. Your own little Christmas screen while you do the intro. I'm just saying, you know, you, we want to see that pretty head. You know, for the the Reflection Night ladies want to see that pretty head. The Dr. Frankenstein head, but neither here nor there. But anyway. Merry Christmas to the Reflectionites. Merry Christmas to the Elite Eight. Merry Christmas to the Hamenites at HamenMediaPodbean.com. Merry Christmas to the Big Vito Whites at the Big Vito Brand at Wixsite.com. And always Merry Christmas to the Hustleites, to the Reflectionites. You know who you are. Donna Destruction. Philip Scott Wood all the way from the UK. Sarah Jane. Greenpeace. Mike. Michael Black, eight track Black, you know who you are, Michael Davis, man, I'm I'm losing it, I'm losing it, but anyway, it, you know, Phil Schmetnick, all the people, John McKugan, all y'all that make this 
so enjoyable. You know, we always say the 12. We always do it for the 12. You know, the 12 always rides strong. I don't know if it's 12, maybe it's 11, maybe it's 13, but it doesn't matter. As long as we're around that range, we feel proud to do that. But anyway, welcome to the last episode of the PWR Podcast for the 2020 Deuce Year. This is the PWR at the Movies. And I am your oh-so-glorious host. I already ruined the introduction, but anyway, I am magnanimous. I am scholarly. I am sexy time. But again, I am so glorious. The Professor Chabella uh, Cruz. Again, it's not binary. Happy, shut up. <laughs> happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays, Happy New Year, and all that stuff. And I am here with my brother from another mother. You know, we've been riding strong for six years, and we're going to go into 2023 together doing this podcast. I don't know how long we got, but you know what? We're going to ride until the wheels fall off. He is your friend and mine, Mr. Wonderful, Dr. Frankenstein, Dum Dum Dewey, Idiot Zone, the liberal conservative, the conservative liberal, Tommy Wonder, happy holidays and all that spiel to you. Happy New Year and all that to you and your family. How are you doing, my friend? Good and and it, and it's so fitting that not only do I have this to show, ooh, the ultimate elite collection. That's the is that the warrior? Yes, it is. And it's the version of him from my second favorite match of all times, mm-hmm. the retirement match between him and the Macho Man. Yeah, dig it. Ooh, the, yeah. Him. You know what? Ringside collectibles usually pretty good, but. I ordered seven figures, and only one of them was damaged, and it was this one. I fixed it. It was far worse. But I think mm-hmm. I'm going to buy two of these warriors because I'm going to open one and put them all together and have mm-hmm. them stay in front of a box with one still in it. So, but what is Big Ray's favorite thing? Unboxing. The reveals. Bam! One more unboxing for all you reflectionites for the 2020 Deuce. It's for you, Big Ray. It's for you, Donnie. It's for you, Philip. It's for you, TN Coupon. I, the, I can't forget TN Coupon at DW. $500 for one year up in the front, whatever. All right, I'm not going to look at the card. card is a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you did it so fast, oh, I didn't even see it for the YouTube uh, reflection. It's a Christmas shirt. Let's see who it is. It's a Christmas, it's a Christmas miracle reflection, Nights. Oh my goodness! It's, this is actually pretty cool. I don't wear white because it makes me look even more hippopotamus. A tribute to the original, most professional, always ready, silver bald, middle fingered, fantastic Christmas. A major figure story. It's got a little Zack Ryder and company. Oh, okay. When you said bald headed, I thought you meant you had a stone cold bald Christmas bald B A L E. Oh, okay. Uh oh. The guy who was my favorite AEW guy before he turned into a little biatch. Oh, also good news. Man, this one's turned out to be all right. Got my first ever Zack Ryder shirt, even though I'll probably never wear it. And I like, this is my favorite kind of shirt right here. There's not, a, black. Picture, there's not a picture of the guy on it. <laughs> oh, that's a good Hangman Adam Page shirt. That is. And that, he was my favorite AEW guy before he turned into a little bitch. He can still be your favorite AEW guy as long as you learn from the. Well, they'd have to actually put him on TV. I'd have to see him. For, for He's him. on TV. He's on TV every week, man. You just don't watch Rampage. Oh, good lord! 
this guy whose stock falls by the fucking tweet with me, but I got my wrestling socks. Bang, bang. You got Mr. Sacco. <laughs> it says, wanted dead or alive. Actually, that's my most preferred version of him is Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, the Lucha Brothers, I think this is. A pin of the Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. So eventually I'm going to get me some kind of display to put all the pins in so to make, you know... Credence right. having the pin. Oh, look at this. Tales from the Road, a wrestling comic book. Oh, it's Mick Foley. That looks like Sacco. It is Mick Foley. Oh. oh, you got a double Foley pleasure. It's a double Foley uh, Christmas. I don't know who uh, Big Bill Birdie is. Oh, he's just a character. It looks like the Young Bucks. No, maybe that's not the Young Bucks. So there's that. There's mm-hmm. a big surprise I got in one second. But let's see who the 8 by 10 is. Ooh, this feels heavy. Maybe I got my first ever double. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten double yet. Let me, let me guess. It's going to be Dax Harwood, another favorite of yours. I got my first ever double. Who? Oh, this is nice. Travis is going to like this one because he knows her. Mickey James? Oh, this is awesome. Finally, and I'm going to get a frame. Who? You're looking at it. I don't know. Oh, Carrying Cross or Killer Cross. And Scarlet. Nice. Okay. I never got two before. I wonder if everyone got two this time. But you ready for the big finish? All right. Here's the big climax. The first box, I got Harley Race. Mm-hmm. This box. Ultimo Dragon. Cool. Chase. That's my second chase, buddy. Nice. That means this is worth probably 50 to 60 bucks already right off the rip. So that's, cool. a, that's a good box, dude. Let's, let's read what it says. It says, spoiler alert, the other side of this car contains the contents of this crate. Next month crate features Bruiser Brody, Dan Housen, Jamie Hayter, Chris Hero, Braun Strowman, Jay White, and until now, a bunch of shit that I don't care about. And Shane Douglas. I hope Shane's is at least a shirt so I can say franchise or something on it. It's got to be It's got to be a franchise shirt. Definitely so. Really, but, really. Oh, look. Oh, no. It, it does say Scarlet Inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well, so, what a way to end 2020 Deuce Reflectionites with the unboxing, the final unboxing of the year from Mr. Wonderful himself, T.W. Tommy Wonder. And again... He's been satisfied. I think he's been 85 to 91% satisfied with everything he's gotten from his pro wrestling crates since we've started the unboxing for the TN Coupons, since we started the unboxing for the Big Rays, since we started the unboxing for the Dino Destructions and the Phillips Scott Witt. So hopefully, hopefully you reflection us have enjoyed it. So now I have to talk about what we're going to do here as the final episode of 2020 Deuce. I didn't want to do this, Reflection Ice, but you know what? Sometimes I even know that certain episodes, I, maybe you, Reflection Ice, I'm not too keen on. But, you know, last Christmas, around this time, I did a Christmas-themed wrestling movie, Santa with Muscles. And that was the movie that made me promise all y'all I would never do another Hulk Hogan movie for the for the next year, which I kept my promise. Did that one, or was I part of that? You was part of that. I don't do shit along with this shit. I don't remember I don't, We've done every movie together. See, you was, you, you was drinking a little bit. It was, maybe you did a little dumb, dumb duo drinking, but it neither here nor there. 
But anyway, <laughs> it was apropos that this is Christmas weekend reflection. I saw, I said, you know what, let's try to find another movie. And our executive producer extraordinaire, Big Ray Hernandez, said, Professor T.W., why don't you do the other Christmas movie starring Bill Goldberg, Santa Slay? My first reaction was, what the hell are you talking about? What's Santa Slay? I don't even know what you're talking about. Showed us a picture of it. I looked at it. I said, no, I ain't doing that. I already did Santa with muscles. I ain't doing Santa Slay. But I kept it in the brain reflection as I kept it in, in the back burner. I kept it in the laboratories. And again, it just was perfect, TW, that it's Christmas weekend. Why not do PWR at the movies? The I am not going to call it a horror movie. I'm going to call it a horror comedy. Santa Slay starring everybody's favorite Jewish wrestler, Bill Goldberg. So, you know, this movie came out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Well, what? I, listen, I don't. I can't believe it's gonna be two weeks in a row. But obviously, I like this guy. But I don't think Goldberg is everyone's favorite Jewish wrestler, pal. I think someone's got something to say about that. Well, you know, again, I'm, not, I'm just saying. You know, he he's had he's got a head start on on that gentleman right there. He's but probably the. People well, love the, this guy. He's crossing over in the mainstream. This is the best thing. I, love, I like him, too. This guy is the best thing to happen to AEW. And the funny thing is, at that press conference, when he came out, I was like, who the hell is this Bud Bundy-looking bitch?" right? And mm -hmm. But, he, dude, he crossed over to USC recently. He's on the W Fan. They want to bring him on there. Uh, and, when, and when he does that movie with the Von Erics, yeah. we'll talk about that. You know, we'll, 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 we'll do a PWR movies for MJF. But... The title of everybody's favorite Jewish wrestler is still Bill Goldberg until MJF, that movie comes out. But neither here nor there. But anyway, T.W., before anything, this movie, Santa Slay, came out. I don't remember this being in the movie theaters. This was it wasn't. Okay. It this wasn't. Was, I was looking high and low to see if any country actually did a movie release for Santa Slay. And I did find one country that did it. Saudi Arabia. And do you know how much money Santa Slay did in Saudi Arabia, TW? Take a guess. $27 U.S. It was U.S., but it was a little bit more than that. I, I, I'm stunned. Saudi Arabia, which is probably heavily Muslim territory, mm -hmm. has a Jewish man playing a Christian holiday hero. I, I can't imagine that got over much. No, it, it only made $8,000. So... He, so and that was Saudi Arabia, that was probably one theater. Probably so, but it was just funny enough that I found it. But you're right, T.W., in the United States and in Canada, Santa Slay was straight to DVD, so I don't have those numbers. But it is apropos, before we even talk about this movie reflection, of course you know how we do it. we got to talk about what was going on with Bill Goldberg in 2005. Now remember, T.W., 2004... He conveniently left the WWE after his year run, you could say, from 2003 to 2004. He started off fighting fighting against The Rock in, you know, in all that glory of coming in, the, the WWE debut. And then he left shitty, you could say. It was a clusterfuck with his last match at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. We don't have to talk about the match. I'm just giving you the logistics, TW. But... I guess he, he got his moment in the sun in the WWE, if you will. But, of course, 
He did some stuff in Japan. So I'm not going to say he wasn't, he didn't have the itch for wrestling. He did some New Japan stuff, TW, so I can't say he didn't do that. But you can feel that Bill Goldberg wanted something bigger. You can feel that big Bill Goldberg wanted to do the Hollywood stuff. Now, I remember during like the mid-2000s, we got this movie, and of course he did the thing with, with Adam Sandler. Uh, he did the, the remake, what was it called again? The football Longest movie? Yard. The Longest Yard. So you can see that he has the feel and the motivation for Hollywood. Because again, you know, it's funny, T.W., because from that time span, again, the Monday Night Wars has fizzled away. This is the ruthless aggression era. There's no real competition for WWE. So what say you, T.W., about Bill Goldberg's motivation to try to tap into whatever is left of the Monday Night War juicer, if you will, to try to capitalize his stardom? Because, after you know, we remember we did a movie. We did a PWR, Ready to Rumble. He made a cameo appearance there. He did the movie Universal Soldier with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Made all the sense in the world. But then when you get into the mid-2000s, there's a big part in the longest yard, and you could say this horror classic. I don't know. I don't know. If classics a bit of a stretch, but he did a movie where he is the star of this movie. So, what say you about Bill Goldberg's motivation? Part A, but Part B, trying to capitalize. I'm not saying it's a success, but you know, Bill Goldberg has some, done some things for Hollywood, and of course. Later on, he does a lot of things for UFC in the sports realm. But we don't have to talk about that. What's ATW? Well, the motivation is same thing for Cena, same thing for, for Rock, same thing for Austin. Cena's finally starting to come around. Obviously, Rock is not the biggest wrestler in Hollywood. He's the biggest actor in Hollywood. Like, he's number one, right? I think Brad Pitt's well, coming. Not, well, that, that not anymore. I think you're right. Brad Pitt's coming for that title now. But but at some point but mm -hmm. that's the hope hogan too first of all they're not getting any younger second of all wrestling hurts dude <laughs> for everyone out there that thinks it's fucking ballet for men it ain't it's fucking mm -hmm. hurts i mean there's some obviously some art to it with the choreographing and all that and some guys don't choreograph uh spoiler alert they just go out there and fucking wing it um but at the end of the day wrestling hurts and if you can make a, a, a splash in Hollywood. Look at look at Batista. Batista ain't shit, but that dude got lucky. I'm sure he made a million dollars or more for that that Guardians Christmas special, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you can get a gig like that, where you only have to make one movie a year, maybe a couple cameos and some other ones, and you're making more than you did wrestling 300 days on the road, of course you're gonna do it. And then you got Goldberg. But hence, hence the word what you said with Batista in comparison to Goldberg. Batista got lucky. Rock got lucky. Cena got lucky. Goldberg, I can't say he got lucky. He just had a bit part here and there. And I will say this. This movie's absolutely fucking terrible. <laughs> um, and we're being nice, Reflection Nights. We're is, really being it nice. Is, it is arguably, I'm going to try to qualify this because there are worse movies. There are. In every one of the categories I'm about to name. But of the three main categories, in my opinion, writing, acting, production, mm -hmm. this is the best produced, shitty acted, shitty written movie I've ever seen. I give it, you that. I give you that. It's, I can see it's that. like the words that come out of anyone's mouth. Whether it's the kid trying to do one-liners. Robert Culp, by the way, was a... I love that dude. He was... 
he was the guy on Greatest American Hero, the the police officer that helped uh, Hinkley find the superpowers and stuff. I'm a huge. Mm-hmm. I was surprised he was still alive to be in it. I just looked it up. He died three years later. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm at least he he's the highlight of the show for me. Uh, Emily, whatever the, her her last name is, she's from Lost. Emily um, the Raven. This is after Lost, I believe, 2007, um, or in the midst of Lost. Um, mm-hmm. She's a pleasant surprise, but there you go. You have a girl who you've seen on Lost with good writing and good acting, and mm-hmm. she, even she's terrible in this because of the writing. Uh, but she makes the best of it. But it is written so poorly, it is acted so poorly, that you would expect the visuals to be just as poor, like someone recorded this shit with a cell phone or a couple, you know, handhelds with with mop props. You know, I I think we would excuse it if it was recorded on a cell phone. We'd be like, oh, okay, this is a YouTube movie. Right, someone a- put money into production, and yeah. then you know, I'll let you talk about everybody in the opening scene. But Dave Thomas is in it throughout the movie. Uh, he's the guy with Rick Moranis. They were Strange Brew. Huge mm-hmm. Canadian comedian guys, uh, SCTV. Um, and then, obviously, Goldberg, Robert Culp, uh, towards the end of his run. Then every other, Emily DeRaven, uh, that kid, I guess, is a is on Big Love or something from HBO. I've never, I've never seen that kid before. Um, mm-hmm. But pretty much everyone else in this movie, I'm pretty sure they picked up in whatever town they were filming. And you go, hey, you. You want to be a bouncer at a strip club? Hey, you. You you want to be a fake Indian? You want to be this guy? You want to be that guy? Other well, than the opening scene. The yeah, the open, scene. because the opening scene was all was an all-star cast. Such you promise. Say. Such yeah. promise. But it was, it was basically Scream. Yeah. So go ahead and tell them what happens in the opening scene. Well, before we do the opening, TW, because you talked about Dave Thomas and the Canadian connection. I think because this was from this was produced by Media 8 Entertainment. It is a Canadian-based film company. And if you did not know this, this was written and directed by David Steinem, who was an assistant to Brett Ratner. So if from he's a very you know, Brett Ratner's a famous director, producer, whatever the case, you know, all that stuff. Was that he directed the X Men? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He directed the X Men and all that deep. stuff. I think he's Very. one of the dudes got he got he got me too though. I think Brett Rad. I think he's making a comeback because I just read something about him recently. But uh, mm-hmm. he kind of fell off. Someone yeah. someone accused of him of some, some shit. But but I want to say this to reflection night here, and you know, Travis Volts, you know, Pastor Travis Volts. I might say some things you might not agree with. But again, tis the season. But again, T.W., this movie actually opens a, a Pandora's pop box to a very healthy discussion. Now, before we even talk about the movie, you know, Christmas is not a Christian real holiday. It was gentrified for the Christians stole it from the pagans. The Christians stole it from the satanic cults. Because we know that Christmas is a pagan holiday. This movie actually taps into that in itself. Santa is a play on words with Satan, T.W. So what say you about that? They, 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 stole, it. they stole it all. So hold on. So I'm, I'm, you need to educate me here because I've always thought until recently someone else said something about it. I always thought pagan meant common folk, like regular people. But pagan must be a specific group of people, right? Pagan, pagan's a, a specific group of people, and of course they do worship the devil. They worship Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call it. 
not know that. I thought they were non necessarily religious. So you can't you the Bible the, the Christmas is celebrating the birth of Christ and they assume it's somewhere around there, right? They don't it's definitely not December twenty fifth, but they don't know exactly oh, they don't know the exact date. But again, so I'm just they, saying it's they have to, uh, and all that other shit is paganized. But the, the day the reason for the season, if you will, is mm-hmm. the birth of Christ. All this other stuff, yes, I'm sure it was jacked from something else. But the whole concept of Satan, you can't have without the concept of Christianity because Satan is a character in the Bible. So it's a, it's a battle of good and evil, T.W. But again, right. right, a lot of people who you you know the commercialization of Christmas, T.W. Absolutely. I don't mind the commercialization. You know, again, when you're a kid, you don't mind the commercialization right. of, of Christmas because you want the gifts. Right. The meaning of Christmas when you get older, when you have kids, just like you do, T.W., with your wonderlings, your your, your little gar- your girls, you yeah. celebrate that tradition, you, you tr- celebrate that togetherness. But again, I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to change everybody's mood here, but I'm just trying <laughs> to speak the facts that Christmas is not a, a very glorious holiday. It is, it was, cele- it is celebrated by pagans. There is a ritual and all that stuff. I'm not saying I'm into it, TW. Right. I'm just trying to give the other side, you know. No, just no, like no. This, I'm saying I know, I've never heard that. Part. Just like this liberal media, this conservative media, just like, I don't know if you want to say Christmas is liberal on one side for the Christians, there is the Fox News <laughs> of pagan holidays. Christmas. I would call CNN. I would call the liberals to Satan. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Just saying. See, see, reflection. I see that one very, listen, very quickly. Listen, there are people right now in this world with the list of people's names on Epstein's airplane mm-hmm. who will gloss over the fucking 372 liberals on there to say, how come Elon Musk isn't on there? He was over there 13 times. First of all, I don't think Elon Musk is a conservative. Second of all, how do you skip over the fucking 372 liberals names on there to bitch about one that's not on there and there you go about satan it's called moving the goalposts you just, just dismiss these people who are confirmed to have been there by saying but what about this guy right no fuck that guy find another list put him on it but let's talk about the people that are on this list you you and, and i you and i are in the same boat just be consistent on both ends Right. Consistency. That's right. all we want. Not one side, not the other side. But now, right. since we got we got a little bit political, we got a little bit religified here. No, now no, let's I get into that. Defend, I just had to defend to you why the satanic side would be the liberal side. It's okay hey. for them to do do as I say, not as I do. See, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not labeling reflectionites. I don't. I'm just saying. I just say one thing to another thing. It could be either or. Choose whatever you path you want, yeah. Reflection Night. That's all it is. But anyway, TW, like you said, the first three minutes of Santa Slay is an all-star cast because basically it started at the dinner table. It was a Christmas Eve dinner extravaganza that was, I know, at least about three or four that were there. You got James Kahn at the head of the table. God you got Re- just died recently this year. You got Rebecca Gayhart. Yes. That's a 90210 girl. I loved her. Got arrested got, here. No, was it her or is it Yasmin Bleeth? One of them got arrested here for drunk driving. It seems Yasmin Bleeth. Yeah, it's got to be Yasmin because she looks very Gayheart horrible. Gayhart murdered someone. She killed someone drunk driving or something. That's what she did. Oh, she did? Oh, I didn't even know Yeah, that. that's why she fell off, dude. Oh, that's God she's damn. in the movie. She probably just see, got out of jail. See, see what Hollywood does to you, T.W., for at least on the female side? Rebecca Gayhart. James Kahn. Uh, James Kahn. We got SNL alumnus Chris Kattan. 
And if, I don't know the two girls on the other side, so we can keep. We don't have to, call, you know, talk about them. But the peace state of resistance, Miss Nanny herself, Fran Drescher. And so, isn't um the dude that's in everything, man? Justin Long, isn't he there? Isn't he at the no, table? No, he's not in there. No, he wasn't. I got Chris Catan and Justin yeah. Long. All right. Yeah. And there was two girls that I don't know about, but it's not neither here nor there reflectionized. But it was a family dinner. It was a Christmas Eve family dinner. They were wealthy. They were snobbish. They were elitist. You know, they were giving thanks to themselves. They were giving thanks to having all this money and all this excess. And then, lo and behold, at the fireplace, it sounded like a rumbling reflection ice, but it wasn't. It was actually Bill Goldberg dressed up as St. Nicholas himself, Santa Claus. Zeus is in there, too. But yeah, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I just you talking about you want me to talk about the first three minutes. Let's right, just right, focus right. on the first three minutes. Now, TW, you gave us you gave me some information before a couple of days ago about Bill Goldberg. Can you talk about? Can you elaborate where you found this information? But you told me for the reflectionites uh, to the Magnificent Seven, the Elite Eight, Bill Goldberg was nominated as the worst looking Santa Claus. Yeah. TW, I, now, when you look at the, the design of the Santa Claus that Bill Goldberg is wearing, it is actually not the, you know, the traditional mall Santa reflection. It's, it's not that traditional one that you see at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. He actually looked more religified, if you will. He had a different hat, had a different suit on TW. So why is that considered as the ugliest Santa in the, in, in the information that you provided me? I'm going to tell you why, because it's lazy... Lazy research Lazy because the the bill the billboard the thumbnail for this movie he looks like he has jaws teeth it's just mm-hmm. a close up of his face with a hat and he looks like almost uh, like a zombie Santa mm-hmm. right so I think they were giving it as a praise like wow he's evil looking right but when you watch him in the movie he looks like a cross between a biker Santa slash village people. That's what right. he looks like in here. And he doesn't look that bad at all. He actually looks pretty jacked. Like, if he would have came out and wrestled like that, it would have been a good look, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you ever – the, the liberals of wrestling, if anyone's going to make a Santa Claus character, it's going to be WCW and Goldberg coming out with a, a muscle shirt Santa Claus. Uh, no, to be fair, the, the Santa Claus wrestler was actually USWA. That was Jerry Lawler territory. No, no, but I'm saying how they did Oz and they did oh. Uh, oh, stuff okay. like that. I could see them trying to make us not know it's Goldberg and just mm-hmm. calling him Santa with muscles, you know, like before Hogan did the, the movie. But but he, he actually looks pretty good. And it, as bad as his acting is, it doesn't come off as bad acting because it comes off as Goldberg on wrestling. Like, it's, it's just as shitty or good, depending on your perspective of his promos, as that. And I got to say this before I forget. Did you watch all the way through that credits? Yes. I saw some of the uh, outtakes, if you will. There was only one. There was four. Then you watched a different one than I watched. There was yeah. only one at the end of this, and mm-hmm. it was Goldberg saying, who's next? But as Santa Claus. I, I think I remember that. I, I remember there was a lot the of outtakes. the very last thing, and then he winked, and then it went off. Yeah, well, I saw a lot of, like, the stunt coordination faux pas, if you will. I right. saw he, he was I laughing at the at the strippers. Movie and didn't get that shit. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I gave you my link. But anyway, neither here nor there. But he comes down the fireplace reflectionites. 
and he proceeds to decapitate and kill this whole family sitting at the dinner table, TW. So when I saw that and the music played, because I, I was like, first and foremost, when, when you have a horror movie, per se, now, Reflection Ice, I'm going to date myself because, again, I am old, but I remember some quirky uh, Christmas horror movies, TW. If you ever remember the movie um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, the killer Santa Claus, again, it's not like a real Santa Claus, but he was deranged enough to think he was Santa Claus when he put on the suit and then he'd kill people. But it took it took about 30, let's just say 30 minutes to get to the first killing. We're talking about three minutes. Once I saw it and then the music played and it was like hokey music, but he Half decapitated Chris Yeah, he, he decapitated uh Chris Kattan. Well, he he kicked Chris Kattan so hard that he fireplace, punctured. yeah. Yeah. He punctured his lung and he died. He took Fran Drescher to the bowl, like some some hot bowl, and put her face in it. He took James Kahn and, and stuffed the turkey down his throat. So it was kind of like elaborate killings, which is funny, T.W., but then it wasn't meant to be scary. It was, it was meant to be quirky. What say you about he the killings stabbed, in the He stabbed James Kahn's hands with yeah. force to pin him down. And then was it Fran that caught on fire, too? Yeah, he, she yeah. caught on fire first, and then he put and her then he head put into her the hole. hole. Drowned her, yeah. And, and later on, in the other murder scene, he kills everybody different, and that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty. I thought they were. I I thought it was cool that all the deaths were different, and I don't think this was meant to be scary. I think it was meant to be hokey. This was this was scream as scary movie, not. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm I'm saying because, like I said, I don't know if you watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. I'm just trying to give you it's it's no, it's very quirky. It's typical eighty. Like you don't yeah. even see the killer for a while. Yeah, but the, right, like that's what I'm saying because the typical slasher movies, the typical eighty slasher horror movies, it's slow building. Even right. if it's quirky and stupid, Reflection Nights, the deaths come a little bit later, but then you're building up to that fear factor. Once and they're realistic. The, right. Right. So once you saw the first three minutes reflection nights, it was hokey stuff. I, I kind of look at him as like a ninja assassin, but he was just doing it, you know, right in front of their faces. So it was funny a little bit. But then once I saw the death, it was like, OK, it's not meant to be scary. It's meant to be trying to be funny. So that's why I kind of I kinda was, got lost. Was, in it. it was all downhill from there, because when you open up with the scene of that cast, you're like, holy shit, this ain't going to be as bad as I thought. And then they're all gone immediately. And then it's mm-hmm. just the town folk and three people that, that got paid. Dave Thomas, Robert Culp, and Emily DeRaven. The the kid probably got paid a little bit. And Goldberg, obviously. But right. uh but it was it was a it was downhill from there. But again, it was it was it was scary movie more than it was scream. And and mm-hmm. and like I said, I I appreciated that almost every death was a different way, you know? Oh I'm uh, not I'm not saying that. I, I, every death, you you're right, it's different. And it's memorable yeah. if you really watched it through. So before we get into this Reflection Nights, let me give you the plot. Because basically what we're going to do with this one, because TW, there's nothing really left to talk about except two things. The plot and every death scene that we can remember. <laughs> That's all I could really do. So the plot basically is Bill Goldberg is Santa Claus. But there was a backstory with Santa Claus because a thousand years ago to the day of Christmas, he lost the bet with an angel who turns out to be the kid's grandfather. The grandfather's last name, I forget his first name, but it was Yul- it was uh, Yulson. 
I know the I know the grandkid's name is Nicholas Yulson, but that's neither here nor there. That's just Nick. But Nick Yulson. But logistically speaking, TW, there was a bet between the grandfather at, who was an angel on Earth and Bill Goldberg. And funny enough, the bet was if we win at a game, if I win at a game of get this reflectionites <laughs> curling, it was <laughs> curling. They bet the the fate of the world. Was 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 decided on a game of was an ice Olympic sport curling. Whoever got it close to the ice hole wins the bet. And the bet was if Bill Goldberg's character as Santa Claus loses because Goldberg because funny enough, Reflection Nights, Santa Claus hates Christmas. Santa Claus loves killing people during the Christmas season. The twelve days of Christmas was actually the twelve days of Elmas. In in Bill Goldberg's uh, in Bill Goldberg's world, in Bill Goldberg's Santa's world, T.W. So lo and behold, the grandfather wins the bet initially. He wins the curling event. T.W. Do 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 you believe that curling is a thousand years old? Number no. One? no. Okay, I, I just want to I just want to ask that. Question. Also, can't believe that curling is still around. So there's that too. <laughs> And, and you know, funny enough, does the U.S. like win at curling, or is it Canada? Oh, it's Canada all day, man. Oh, okay, I, I just want to make it's sure. It's another. It's another reason to use the ice. That's what it is. There, there you go. They so, take that shit serious, man. Don't make fun of it in Canada. I'm not making fun of it. I, or or uh, nine pin bowling or eight pin bowling, whatever the hell that shit's called. It's a smaller ball. It's mm-hmm. like a t ball, and the pins. There's less of them. It's twelve pin. It's twelve pin. There's more pins. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. But yeah. Yeah, 12-pin bowling. I don't know, 8-pin, I don't know, whatever the hell it is. But don't T- Canadians. But, T.W., logistically, the fate of the world, the fate of souls, hence on the game of ice curling. <laughs> That's all I'm just trying right. to say. So and they didn't play it right. What do you mean they didn't play it right? So in, in curling, it's like it's basically human shuffleboard. Instead of sliding okay. up, you slide with the stone, right? He did No, the, the, Goldberg did initially. Right. He? And, then, and then you let it go at a certain point, but it there's it's like it's like shuffleboard. There's a line, and you okay. got to make it past this line. But before that line, theirs was you just can't make it in the hole. Oh, okay. And Robert went in the hole. Right. Well, to be fair. No, no. He the grandfather's the grandfather's him. pushed his into the hole, so yeah. then Goldberg officially lost. So for a thousand years, reflection nights, all the kids were alive. That's the main thing. Goldberg couldn't kill nobody. So once the clock struck midnight on Christmas Eve, the bet's off. Right. So now Goldberg is fiending to kill. So that's why the first three minutes he was so – he had an itch, T.W. It was almost like masturbation. He wasn't masturbating for a thousand years, and he had to get his rocks off. So he had to kill the family in the first three minutes. But One problem. One problem. What's the What's the problem? And I get it. It's probably the fear of cancel culture, even back in 07. The whole point is he's trying to say he wants to kill kids. Never kills a kid. Kills nothing but adults. That's true. But, you know, again, there was these quirky Santa lines. You know, who's naughty, who's nice, and, you know, you better watch out. Do you remember some of these one-liners that Bill Goldberg used? I couldn't use it, but it was basically Christmas. I know one. Which one? In the beginning with that crabby-ass old lady from the diner. You don't fucking say happy holidays to me. It's Merry Christmas, motherfucker. The next, you know, Goldberg's behind her slow ass going, move, bitch. 
Get out the way. <laughs> yeah, he used the ludicrous line. I remember that word one. Word so. for word. Yeah. So before we talk about that death scene, I'm just getting back to the logistics. So now he's on that killing spree. That's where, hence, the first three minutes he killed the family. But he is coming for revenge because he is looking for the angel played by who, T.W.? Robert Culp, who is the grandfather of Nicholas Yulson. Even though he didn't even know that his grandfather was not was actually an angel on Earth. So how the hell can City of Angels. City of Angels, but... He How gave he, up. Yes. He gave up his angel to be a human. Yeah, but he was living for a thousand years, man. No, he was alive for a thousand years and then became a human. That's why he was old. Yeah, for, for the for the love of for the girl. Right, the grandma. Yeah. In City of so, Angels, Nicholas Cage gives up his angelness to be a, a human, and then fucking Meg Ryan gets hit by a fucking logging truck. But remember how, what Jamie also been written by Nicholas Sparks that damn movie. Yeah. But remember what Jamie Walter says. It's very important. How do you talk to an angel? There you go. <laughs> See, we're right here, Reflection. I know that's a bad joke, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, Bill Goldberg has a death wish because, like you said, he doesn't kill kids, but he's looking to kill at least uh, Robert Colt's character, the grandfather, because that was a thousand. He felt like he was in prison for a thousand years because he couldn't do what he was bred to do, what he was born to do. What he loved to do was to kill people. I guess that was on the naughty list. Nicholas Yulson, the grandson, didn't even know about this. His grandfather protected Nicholas from, you know, from the commercialization of Christmas because Nicholas could not understand why his grandfather hated Christmas so much. But in actuality, it was a it was the witness protection program, Reflectionites. He just <laughs> didn't want to be he didn't want to be found out by Goldberg because he knew the clock was ticking and he, he was looking hidden, for him. hidden Christmas nutcrackers. And, and, and the funny thing, T.W., is Bill Goldberg tracked him down thanks to the grandson because the grandson wrote the letter to Santa wanting Christmas presents. And the town that they were in was, what was it called? Hell. Hell's Town. Hell's Hell. Town. Well, hell, no, it was Hell's Town. Bro. Hell's I Town. In hell. Yeah, it was hell Hell's Town. Township, maybe. I don't know. Hell Township. So, so the logistically T.W., he doesn't look like the jolly old Saint Nick. He doesn't have eight reindeer with him. He has one who is the is, is a fucked up mutant deer. I don't Mantar. know what you want. There you go. Mantar. If, for all you wrestling fans, he was riding a Mantar. With and, a sleigh. Yes, with a sleigh. And the first killing after the family was the one that T.W. was talking about. So we'll talk about some of these epic killings that Bill Goldberg did. So the first one was the crabby grand grand lady, you could say the old lady, the old crab lady. You know what that reminded me of, T.W., if we want to go with the Christmas theme? Remember Gremlins, the yep. old lady at the bank who made, like, uh, Billy's life a living hell? But never seen the Gremlins. You never saw Gremlins? I own it, and I've never seen it. What the hell is wrong with you every time I try it? Well, Jesus Christ. I grew up with no cable, motherfucker. Broken you got a DVD? You got a DVD? You got shit. Dude, I just watched The Breakfast Club in 2014. First time ever. You are you are missing out on good TV. But anyway, there was an old lady in Gremlins who made Billy's life a living hell, and it was karma, you could say, that the Gremlins killed her. So basically what Bill Goldberg did, as you said, move, bitch, get out the way, killed her with the help of the Mantar deer, 
uh, ran her off the road, you could say, yeah. right? The flip, car flip blew up. Car, and then it caught on fire. You know what would be you you know what would have been great that he could see now this is where I get my demented slasher thinking. <laughs> he would have gone off the sleigh, ripped the door open, and snapped her neck. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted of the, the horror movie. Or 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 what? instead of that, because you wanted to suffer, right? Mm-hmm. You you do something like snap her back so she can't get away. And then she has to sit there and burn in the car. You, you could do that, too. But then, again, for the kids, right? You don't want the kids to go and have nightmares about Santa Claus and, and like, cry about, you know. Don't Christmas. let your kids watch this damn movie. Absolutely. Actually, I would let them watch this movie. You know, it would teach them something. Like, look, if you don't do right, if you're not a good boy or girl this year, I'm going to get Bill Goldberg to come and kill you. That's what it is. But that's just me. But that's how demented I am. So, T.W., let's talk about another epic uh, killing, if you will. And this was at the strip club. I know, T.W., you closed your eyes a little bit. You you probably did a couple of Hail Marys and Our Fathers because we saw some <laughs> recesses. And I was like, oh, right, I had some baby oil ready. No, that's neither here nor there. But we're nice tits right off the rip. There you go. You know, Santa Claus, you know, again, he's free to do what he wants. He wanted some poontang. He wanted some lap dances. He wanted some beer. But then, of course, you got some local yokels trying to mess with Goldberg. He just wants to see some titties. So he has to kill everybody in the bar. Killed the monster for not letting him in. Mm-hmm. Killed, well, Mantar killed the valet. Yes. Then he comes in. And this is what I didn't understand, but you kind of answered it for me when you were talking. Um, I didn't understand, like, if Goldberg's the heel... Why does he want to kill people at the strip club? Well, you said it. He wanted to kill people on the naughty list, and that place is deplorable. And who's mm-hmm. in that place? The pastor. Got dropped yeah. off by Uber right from church. Mm-hmm. So the pastor was played by, uh, I forgot what the, the, the Canadian, what was the Canadian Dave SNL? Thomas. No, no, no. I know it's Dave Thomas, SCTV. but what was, which one? SCTV. SCTV. That, that, I was just trying to remember the, the Canadian SNL. I used to watch that with Dave Thomas and uh, Rick Moranis as the... Lily the Tomlin was on there, was she? Uh, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. No, Dan Aykroyd wasn't in SCTV. It was John Candy. And it was uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy was Levy? in SCTV. Yeah. I forget Brian, that... Uh, Kevin's mom from uh, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty decent. But I remember Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis as the bumbling... Uh, Brothers. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. So, you know that movie? That movie? Yeah. I rem- I saw it like once or twice in the 80s, but they then I wasn't... They put out fire by pissing on it because they drank so much beer. They had to piss long enough to put out a fire. You saw that, but you didn't see Gremlins. I, I can't believe Over and over again. I saw that in 84. That's some good shit. That's- I saw that at my cousin. Every time I went to my cousin's house, put on Strange Brew. It's literally funny. You you didn't you didn't you haven't watched Gremlins, but you watched that movie. <laughs> I've seen parts of Gremlins, but I've never hit play and watched it from start to finish. But I have it on Blu-ray. I'll check it out. I'll watch. All right, it. You, you, that's a Christmas movie, just like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But anyway, we talk about Dave Thomas. He's a pastor, but he's not the holy pastor, if you will, Reflection Nights. He's a charlatan. He's yeah. a hustler. He's a con artist. He is using the he's the collection. Right. He's using the money, he's using the collection plate to pay for his lap dances. And like you said, T.W., he is part of the naughty list. 
And, of course, Bill Goldberg kills the local yokels in the bar. And, of course, he burns the bar down with the strippers in it. So that's another epic killing. So I don't know the death count of uh, Santa Slay, but it has to be basically between 15 to 25, give or take, if you're killing, like, uh, in the like strip? The ex- no, no, in the whole movie. Well, you got Khan, uh, Katan, Fran, Gayheart, and the other two girls. You got mm-hmm. them. Okay. You got the two kids that opened the gifts and their heads blew up in front of the grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And then you have... The old uh, lady. The old lady. Then you have the bouncer, the valet, two more bouncers, three, because the kid with the shovel. Mm-hmm. And then all the strippers died in the fire. Memory listed their names at the, at the service. Mm-hmm. Dick, Dick Teaser or something like that, was it? <laughs> oh, Testy test Liquor or something like that. I forgot. Liquor and Dick Teaser or some shit. Oh, let's not forget another epic killing uh, that Bill Goldberg did is Nick Nicholas Yulson, Reflection Nights, worked at a delicatessen, which was oh, run yeah. by which was run by a Jewish guy who was celebrating Hanukkah. But Goldberg was on was looking for Yulson. He didn't know that it was that he thought the grandfather was at the delicatessen, but he knew a Yulson was at the delicatessen. So he killed the owner by what TW? He he the, the, propped him up on the wall. With the thing, know. with the gimmick, yeah, with a gimmick, the candle thing, I, Hanukkah. Yeah, the 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 Torah. Was it the Torah or the menorah? Menorah. There you go. It was the, the lion and the menorah. You can, he. You can thank Adam Sandler for that. That's how I pulled that out of there. Thank, thank you, Strange Adam Sandler. Strange. Hanukkah. It's or Yamaka. It's time for Hanukkah. So you know we got the we got the menorah killing on the Jewish guy from a Jewish. Uh, wrestler playing a christian uh, symbol that's a lot of shit right there that could get confusing <laughs> but, anyway. but another i guess we could say what is it the hero of the movie tw is the grandson nicholas right. Houston and his girlfriend that was played by direct what was her name again i keep forgetting the name uh, emily the raven emily the raven now tw the chemistry between nicholas Houston and emily the raven was deplorable this guy did not want. I'm not. Say, I'm saying that this guy is dorky, and this hot woman wants him. He didn't want her. T.W. It looked like it was like uh, cooties, cooties. He I looked like buy, a, I want wrestling figures. They, they, he, he either wanted to play video games or he wanted to. He wanted toys. He didn't want Pung Tang. I was like, what the hell's wrong? I wanted to slap the kid. I wanted Goldberg to get the kid. But anyway, neither here nor there. So, of course, those are the heroes that are in the... These are the heroes that are trying to thwart Goldberg and his uh, slasher killings, if you will, of Reflectionites. So what say you about the kid and the girlfriend trying to thwart off Goldberg and save Christmas for all the kiddies and and trying to keep the town alive, if you will? It... Well, it's a, it's a series of him looking inept and incapable of doing anything. And her, remember, he took his coat off and tried to punch it through the window. He couldn't, and he couldn't lift the garbage can. And then she busts it open with a rock mm-hmm. and climbs in, uh, lets him in through a door. Just the whole thing. She kisses him a gun that turns into a transformer. That's just, it's just such a hokey show. Uh, 
I actually yeah. was mad that the deli owner got killed. I thought maybe he could be someone. Because he was a good guy. He told mm-hmm. him, go home. Take, a, take the rest of Christmas Eve off. But then they made him look like he was rude to the guy when he was telling him, we're close, dummy. Get out of here. You know what? Because he, he thought that Goldberg was one of those uh, street oh, standards. He also those killed were. that dude who tried to rob him. That that was a good that that but that like you said that's the naughty list and he, anybody's right. trying to rob him he thought he was robbed that that robber thought he was robbing Goldberg who was a street Santa trying to collect you know for for charity or whatever and, and also we can't forget that Goldberg actually went to the police department and killed three sheriffs including the ch- chief of police so you can add that to the total totality of Goldberg's killings so. Again, Reflection Nights, Goldberg's on a killing spree, but he's on a revenge spree, too. He's looking for the grandfather. And in this movie, he actually finds the grandfather, played by Robert Culp. He finds him at his house. And, the, and of course, T.W., the grandfather, the whole town thinks he's crazy. He's delusional. But yet, that's kayfabe, because what he was in actuality, not only is an angel living on Earth, but also, he was preparing for this day to come. So what say you about the grandfather and all the shit that he had in the basement? He almost, it was like, it, it, it was like, you know, living the, a double life. He was a CIA agent. What say you, T.L.? That actually is one of my favorite lines in the movie. This is grandson looking around and goes, you know, Grandpa, you're going to have to excuse me here, but I think I'm the only person in this town that doesn't think you're crazy, and my faith in you is waning because he saw everything down there. Mm-hmm. Um, problem with, with with Robert Culp is he he's the guy who made Goldberg not be able to kill for a thousand years on a bet, yet he he dies so easily that it's almost like okay if, if we're going to suspend our disbelief he had to die so the boy can become the hero. Um, well, but, can you think well, of it like this way, T.W.? I'm going to try to defend it. Robert Cope was trying to be like um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then he's, and of course, the grandson's like Luke, trying to get, you know, become what his grandfather is. But there's also the fact that he died easy because he gave up his angel powers to be Mm -hmm. human. And then when he dies, he comes back as a ghost or an angel. Mm -hmm. uh, And now he's stronger again because he can play wicked awesome fucking curly. Uh, so only you can only be an angel and curl. You can't do right. this in <laughs> real life. Curl, right. can't, do it. can't do it. But it just I Robert Culp was like, he, like I said, he was my favorite part of the whole movie. And then he dies so easily. And then Goldberg walks over and hits him with another one liner as he steps on his neck and you hear his head squash. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kid's like, Grandpa. and then when they go to lead the gym through the, or the ice rink through the hole that Goldberg broke through the wall. Grandpa can't come with him outside. Apparently, he's only able to haunt the fucking ice rink that he died nowhere near. So why can he be there, but he can't be anywhere else? So a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of holes in the fucking storytelling. But um, I I like that the grandpa died, so the son becomes the hero. He even and, makes a line. And wait a minute. The grandfather did not die by the hands of Bill Goldberg. That is the, from the goat. Mantar. <laughs> Mantar, the man deer, whatever you want to call well, it. Well, he got run deer. over by Mantar, then he got stepped on by Goldberg. And, of course, Goldberg had to use that crap. Now I remember a crappy line. Grandpa got ran over by the <laughs> reindeer. Yes, yes. That was so stupid. Um, 
But you get him out of the way. He's still an angel, so the kid's like, okay, at least you're an angel again, blah, 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 blah. Um, and But there's a line at the end when he finally kisses the girl. That's another bunch of one-liners. He's got to push her through the window. She's you're going to have to push me from the front. He's like, oh. She's like, do I got to make all the first moves? And puts his hands on her boobs and push her through the window. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of hokey shit. And so anyway, the kid says to her, while he's holding the nutcracker, he says, I think my path is just beginning. Like, they're setting up the sequel. And the other end credit thing was Goldberg buying a ticket to go to the North Pole. North Pole. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was dressed as the biker like, like you talked about. Yeah. So it, it is so apropos, TW. Again, there's really nothing left to talk about here, Reflection Ice. We, tried, we gave you the base. Goldberg is chasing... You know, Nicholas and his girlfriend, there was a police chase. It looked like revenge, but also killing people on the way. Right, killing people along the way. So, you know, you had elements of, like, the Terminator chase scene. You had elements of, you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night. You had elements of trying to be scary, you know, scream, but with scary movie, just like, like T.W. eloquently said. So we're not going to grade this movie, T.W., but we must... We must advise the Reflectionites, the 12 that ride with us, the rider dies. Is this worth watching on Cinemax, Showtime, HBO? Is this worth, you know, buying, you know, buying off of Hulu? Is this worth buying off of Amazon Prime? What say you, TW? It, well, here's my predicament. Okay. When I went to watch it, because I refuse to watch movies on YouTube when you send them to me. I can't fucking do it. That's why I bought Suburban Commando. That's why I bought this. So on Prime with my Fire Stick, I could have found a bootleg version, but I, I just didn't care. I I just thought, you know what? Even if it's bad, it was three ninety nine to rent it or four ninety nine to buy it. And I'm like, well, fuck this! I'm gonna buy it because I'm I'm not gonna. What if I do like it? I'm gonna pay three ninety nine next time to rent it again, and you know whatever. Because it's never ever been on TV before. I ain't never seen this shit. I had Me to buy it, watch it. I would say a, it's worth watching. And B, if it's three ninety nine to rent it or four ninety nine to buy it, it's worth buying because all you have to do is watch it twice and it's paid for itself because you would have paid four bucks to rent it and now you're paying or three bucks to yeah, rent I, it. I would have paid four ninety nine to keep it too. And, and you keep it. And then I got a special little kickback I didn't even realize. I had ordered three different things on Amazon a couple days earlier that I didn't really care about coming the next day. So I got a, a credit for letting it come all on the same day like four days later and Ooh. so the movie ended up only costing me a dollar because it gave, i got a three dollar credit you got so i paid a buck for it 99 cents and for that it was worth it um if you have a fire stick we do not condone stealing so don't download it just stream it because that's not mm-hmm. a crime uh right you download it you have now fenced stolen goods you have intellectual property on your computer or mm-hmm. laptop whatever the fuck so but i, I, I that's what i would say it's it's an and it's short. It's an it's an hour and seventeen minutes. We've watched longer wrestling shows. Um, it's a nice escape from reality. And as long as you go into it knowing this motherfucker will never win an award, not even the Razzie, because it's not even bad, good enough to be on the bad show. You know, like it's just dismissed. But it's it's worth watching. If this movie, th- this movie is actually better than Catwoman starring Holly Berry. I'll give you that. <laughs> I've never seen that so, either. Jesus Christ, D.W., what is wrong with you? Told me I don't need to see it, basically. 
Well, you know, I, you should see it just so this I way you can see Twilight's Batman. I own that motherfucker. I still ain't seen that either. Oh, my goodness. TW, you, you got a lot of homework for you. Well, you got a lot of enjoyment for yourself. You have these movies that you should watch and enjoy yourself. But I actually agree with you. You can watch this movie. You can watch it and look at it and say it's so ridiculous, Reflectionites. But yet when you look at it, it's like, okay, I can, I can rock with this. I can watch this again. This is not like a Christmas story where you can watch it next Christmas time and say, this is a Christmas tradition. Hell no. Santa Sleigh is not a Christmas tradition movie like a Christmas story with Ralphie. No way in hell. It's not Frosty the Snowman. I disagree. I disagree. I think you could watch This is it. a traditional movie on Christmas that you could watch. If you buy it. I think if you buy it. Okay. I think if you watch it every year first, like maybe watch it the day after Halloween, because this slasher slash Christmas, it's a nice mm-hmm. transition movie to get you into the spirit of the Christmas season. And okay. you know, once it's over, every Christmas movie you watch after it, including Hallmark or Lifetime movies, will be better. So okay. it's, it's, it's so a, watch Santa oh. Slay the day after Halloween. Yes. I got you. Absolutely. Okay, I agree with you. There you go, Reflection Nights. Our recommendation for Santa Slay is to watch it either on Halloween or the day after Halloween. So this way you can get revved up for all those Christmas movies. Yep. And with, that, and with that being said, we close on another great year of the PWR podcast here at the PWS Networks at Pobbeam.com, at Hami Media Group at Pobbeam.com, at Big Vito Brand at Wixsite.com. Of course, TW will give you all those socials. But anyway... You know, we are going to be off for the year, you could say. We'll be packing two weeks. And I'm going to give T.W. A, an early Christmas gift, if you, if you will. You know, T.W., we had such a success, if you will, with the pro wrestling spotlight greatest heel turns. So for the first, you know, episode of 2023, I'm going to flip it. We're going to do pro wrestling spotlight. Greatest babyface turns. I'm going to give you yours. Macho Man Randy Savage, WrestleMania 7. We're going to watch the we're going to watch the match. We're going to rewatch the match again. Warrior Savage, WrestleMania 7. And of course, we're going to talk about the greatest babyface turn, one of the greatest babyface turns of all time when he went back to Miss Elizabeth. So what say you TW? That's ready good. For- that shit made me tear up when that shit happened, dude. I want to see tears for 2023 for the great for the greatest babyface turn. That's so we're gonna try again experimental TW. So we did the greatest heel turn with Barry Windham. So we're gonna do Funny, the greatest because you you picked the babyface turn after the heel turn from the original babyface turn. And you know that's the way I work. I work it. That's the way it has to go. You got to do it. It was a that was a slow long build too because it starts at WrestleMania and it comes to a head at SummerSlam. So that's that's a good one, give or take. So we'll talk about that. That'll be a spotlight again. It's experimental, but again, the first episode for 2023 in two weeks, Reflection Nights will be the pro wrestling spotlight greatest babyface turn, Macho Man Randy Savage after WrestleMania Seven. So with that being said, since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. How can Shawn Michaels in the barbershop not be the greatest heel turn of all time? Again, we got we got things. We got we, we we are going to have see this is the beauty 
of the PWR because we are not like other nostalgic podcasts. We don't we don't say next week we're gonna do a SmackDown episode from twenty from two thousand two and relive the whole two hours. No, no, it's boring. We're not gonna relive every pay per view. We do that. We give you episodic, but we give you it in spades. That's why we try to do these theme shows, TW, like you and I do. So this way we can get revved up for nostalgia. So now with that being said, TW, give out those socials so we can get out of here for the year. All righty. The Hameen Media Group is at podbean.com, at Hameen Media Group at podbean.com. Also, HMG can be seen on channelattitude.com. Our show is on Twitter at PW Reflection. Uh, You mentioned Travis, so I'll throw him a bone at Nuts and Volts PW. That's for Pussy Whips, Nuts and Bolts PW, uh, Big Ray Hernandez. This show is like all for him. We did his movie. We did his box opening. We probably did some other shit. He's probably right now listening in with some handkerchiefs and some lube. But you can find him on every single form of social media at Big Ray Hernandez. If he's nothing else, he's consistent. At Big Ray Hernandez. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Also, I'm sure... His Facebook is probably at Big Ray Hernandez, um, but let's be honest. At this Raymond, point, Big Ray Hernandez at Facebook. If you don't know Big Ray on Facebook at this point, then you don't know us. So uh, also mine, at Tommy Wonder 19 is political Twitter and uh, Instagram. At the Tommy Wonder is my TikTok and my more friendly Twitter. Um, Facebook.com backslash Tam- Tommy Wonder. Tammy. Snapchat number Wonder. Uh Dum Dum Do It an Idiot. I guess we're starting in the new year or never. Uh, and then Big Vito and Noel. You can find them at bigvitobrand.wixsite.com and patreon.com. And, and blessings. Wait, TW. And blessings to Noel. She was in the hospital for a couple oh, of days. So she, know she got out of the hospital again. You know, she goes through her thing, her little episodes here and there. I think it's the back. So blessings. Yep. It's a Christmas miracle that she's back home with, with Vito. So, you know, from us at the PWR, Blessings to you, Noel. Hope you get better. And then Patreon.com slash Big Vito Brand will help them out if you go there and check some stuff out. So that'll help too. Absolutely. And you can find me on my Twitter at PWSOPROF. That's PWSOPROF. And if this gets uploaded by 8-Track Brown, this will be on the PWSO Networks on the YouTubes. Follow my brothers in arms, Billy Ray Valentine at OB1. You know me and, of course, the king of the reactions, 8-Track Brown at the number 8, T-R-A-C Brown. Again, we'll be back in two weeks and we will do... The Pro Wrestling Spotlight, Greatest Babyface Turn, Macho Man Randy Savage from 1991 after WrestleMania 7. So with that being said, TW's been a great 2020 deuce. So thank you for being part of this, part of this PWR, you know, nostalgia train. I can't do this without you. So with that being said, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays to you and your family. You as well. I wouldn't do this without you. So there's that. So Mm -hmm. this, this is definitely fun when you and I get together, so Ab- Merry Ab- Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Puerto Rico, whatever else you celebrate over there in Nueva York. Oh, okay, whatever, whatever. York, it's Nueva York. I know. I Jesus. Uh, you know, I gotta have a little accent at the end there somehow. I've not been there yet. I want to get there before Ray moves away, but I also don't want to come there. By, by, by the time you get there, Ray's gonna be in Florida, but either here or there. But anyway, Happy holidays to all the Reflectionites. We can't do this without you. And with the 12 that always rides with us, we thank you all the time. We do this for you. It's fun for us to do this. And again, we will see you in two weeks. So Merry Christmas, 
Happy New Year and Happy Holidays from us at the PWR Podcast at the PWR Social Networks at Podbeam.com. I'm the professor. That's Mr. Wonderful. Dum Dum Do It in its own. Tommy Wonder saying goodnight, and we will see you next year here at the Pro Wrestling Reflection Podcast. Peace. Put on your yarmulke. It's time.